time to think bigger, grow and succeed. Stay listening for another motivating interview with a business owner who thinks in the positive and is bound to help you in your life journey. Our show is brought to you by the 2019 Professional Services Marketing Conference. Across the next hour, we think bigger, grow and succeed. On Triple H 100.1, here is your host, Adrian McLean. Welcome to Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed. In the studio today, we've got John Grok with us. Welcome, John. And we're interviewing professionals on the topic of seeing the bigger picture and discuss how individuals at work or in business can do this so they grow and ultimately succeed at their goals. Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed is a 20-part series to support business owners, executives and professional individuals who are wanting to develop their career or business and it This program is sponsored by the Professional Services Marketing Conference, which is on the Saturday, the 17th of August at the Sydney Boulevard Hotel. For today's program, we're pleased to welcome John Grok. John's work includes starting up, repositioning, changing market position, revitalising, extending new services and expertise offers, recovery and senior management advisory for consultants and professional advisors. John's enterprise works with business owners using methods that are purposefully designed to rapidly generate revenue and create value. John addresses the problems and looks for the opportunities under six main headings, strategy, marketing, selling, delivery, operations and talent. Welcome, John. Well, thank you very much, Adrian. That's uh, a, a big area that you that you work in. It is. Uh, tell us a bit about how how you help your professionals. Okay, so my my main uh, my main clients are consultants and professional advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now up to about 153 of those, um, and that's about that occupies occupies about 90 percent of my time. The main issue with um, with that category, with that group of uh, businesses, is that is a lack of uh, focus. Either they haven't had good focus to start with or they've lost focus as they've moved forward. So one of the main things we do, I do, is help people develop focus. Right. And without focus, you can't, you know, you, you really shouldn't be contemplating growth, you know, getting, what is it, getting bigger, succeeding without knowing what your focus is in the first place. Right. So that's something that's pivotal in success absolutely yeah absolutely 100 percent. yeah 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 okay well we asked four questions here so (laughs) think bigger so we're going to get started on those four questions the what are the pros and cons of staying in your comfort zone your advisors might be sort of happy sort of being distracted and but (laughs) Does it work for them? No, it it doesn't. Of course, I mean, every pro can be turned into a con and every con can be turned into a pro. So um, uh, let's have a look at this. If you stay in the comfort zone, so that's delivering um, services, you know, delivering the same services to the same sort of clients, you know, eventually you will exhaust that. There has to be no doubt about that. You'll exhaust that. So you should be thinking... So there's... 
Is that a pro or is that a con, right? Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me just talk about, because I've got a piece around the comfort zone. So there's, yes. a, I've got a four, a nine box model where the first, the, the first four boxes are all about the comfort zone. So similar, same products, similar products, similar services, similar clients. I then advocate stretching where you start to slightly adapt products, adapt services to and bring them to slightly different clients. So there's a stretch area. Mm. And then after that, there's a real, there's an absolute, you're going for broke with new products, new services to totally new clients. I mean, in my, my own example is it was suggested to me that I should be teaching or doing training courses on consulting topics. And on my nine box model, that was a number nine, a red box. Um, I, I, I chose to do it. And now it has become, you know, it's, it's now in my, it's come back into my comfort zone. Right. So it's, it's a case of knowing. Yeah. So if you stay in the comfort zone, you will, you, you will exhaust it. And I'm a great believer that we all have, uh, latent potential. There's latent potential in everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to work with people to, re, to, to, to d- discover and realize that potential. Mm-hmm. And that then starts to take people outside of their comfort zone. Yes, so uh, they're exploring new things that they haven't done before. Yes, but mm. and, my, and my method of determining focus uncovers those things, right. definitely, yeah, time and time again. So how does that method work? To, okay. Uh, <laughs> because focus is important. It is and, important, yep. Uh, people may be outside their comfort zone if they're not used to being focused yes, so yes, uh, yeah. h- how does okay. building a focus uh, so, work okay so what i get what i get people to do and, and when i t- talk about people i'm talking about sole practitioner consultants sole traders as well as as well as boutiques groups of mm-hmm. consultants i get them to complete something called a proficiency that i call a proficiency analysis where we analyze we, we ask them just to put down what do you do in, 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 in your language, not my language, in your language, um, what do you do? What problems do you fix? Because as consultants and advisors, we're known as, you know, we, we fix pain. Um, what opportunities do you realize? So the, the gain that we, um, you know, the, the positive side gain. So put that down in what, whatever language you choose to do. And over time doing this, and this is now five years using this tool, four different patterns have emerged just from the language that people use. And that helps me then direct my efforts in helping people. The next thing they do, so let's say that it's an easy one. Let's say it's project management. So what's your um, skills skills knowledge experience and insight in project management so just uh, rate that on a high medium low basis then what's the what do you think the market size is and the revenue potential again hml high medium and low and then lastly how interested are you in doing it we can all do lots of things of course we can but we're not evenly and equally interested in everything we do so Taking those factors, those parameters together, that then my spreadsheet, there's a spreadsheet, I, I have to say, calculates an attractiveness score. And you can review that score and you should say, yeah, that's, I'm fairly attracted to the stuff, stuff at the top, um, the high rating stuff. And yeah, that's probably about right, the stuff at the bottom. We, uh, next, two, um, next two factors are speed to market and effort to get ready. 
and those two things again hml so where are we friday morning if you could go out this afternoon to do something then your effort your readiness to deliver is high and i would suggest your effort to get ready is low so those two factors alone calculate a speed to market and cal- and then the, the, an algorithm between the um the attractiveness score and the speed to market score gives me a focus score and when we look at that from uh, sort that high to low um it it is stunning what it reveals for startup consultants it immediately gives them people in startup mode it immediately gives them what to fo- you know what they should be going out with for those already running it gives us course corrections um i mean the most yeah that that's how i do it you know it is a spreadsheet Sorry, what are the two things that make the focus score the attractiveness so how attracted were you on on, on you know based on your skills knowledge um skills knowledge experience and insight right. it's important that we bring insight to our clients mm. plus the market parameters the two market parameters plus how interested are you in doing something so that gives us attractiveness and then attractiveness uh, in, a, in, in an algorithm with the speed to market score, give us focus. Right. And I mean, the most note, I'll give you a couple of quick examples. Uh, had a, a young lady uh, um, who whose house was on the line, right? Mm. And she knew she was probably doing the wrong stuff. And when we did that, ran that analysis, yes, that was at the bottom. What she should be doing was at the top. She then fo- refocused on what's at the top, and the bank has no, you know, she's no longer got the bank knocking at the door. Mm. And in groups of consultants, I've arrested declines mm. by that because over time, um, you know, you start off with what you think you're going to do, and over time it declines a bit, and this just helps them refocus. John, you gave us some wonderful information about the importance of focus yep. uh, and. Certainly, uh, if we're not focused, then uh, it might be comfortable, but we're not achieving anything. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, uh, it takes us on to our next question, which is, what are your recommendations for thinking bigger about your goals and aspirations? Okay. Again, the, these are great questions. Okay. Number one, reason. You know, you know you've got to have reason. Now, I work with Zoe, and her reason for get going bigger, she wanted to grow a web development business uh, to a revenue of a million dollars. That's all she wanted to do, and then she went exit and go and do something else. And she did it, and that was her reason. But um, she, she was once roasted by a potential investor who wanted her to grow a $10 million business. But she said, my reason is I just want to grow a million dollars. That's it. That's all I want to do. So be very, very clear about your reason. You know, big is not necessarily best. Secondly, it's about having a very clear purpose for what you're doing for yourself and for everybody else that you bring on board. I mean, I've just been working with a client that has a very pretty clear purpose. He's brought somebody on board uh, probably a couple of years ago with a view to that person um, taking equity in his business. And we've recently discovered that they will completely be the wrong the wrong person. Um, and there's now a mismatch on purpose. Mm. And so having reason and purpose, certainly when you're going to bring other people in, is absolutely critical. Mm. In my mind. Yes. So being clear on the reason why you're doing it and the purpose. Yes. Are they minimising what they're doing or are they thinking clearly and, and 
uh, maximizing their potential i think they're maximizing it's like mm. focus your focus gives you clarity knowing your reason knowing your purpose mm. um gives you that clarity about what you're doing because once you've got purpose you can then say right my mission to develop that pro- to deliver that purpose is this mm. and my core values are these right. right so i get my client i get my clients to um fairly early on set down their purpose from which we then develop they develop a mission and also then their core values and then anybody that they they can constantly sort of measure themselves against that measure Mm -hmm. in quotes and anybody else that they bring in they can they can measure against that as well Mm. yeah and they know uh uh, who to be talking to and and yes. how to move forward yes. there yes mm-hmm. and also you know we're talking here about consultants and advisors that serve you know that serve clients mm-hmm. um you can quickly determine whether that potential client is you know if, if they don't meet your values or don't you know, if they don't match your values then you'll probably want to qualify them out so that you know obviously we, we don't necessarily want to work with everybody that we meet Mm. um and one of the ways of working that out is to see whether there's a match on values right yeah so yeah well clarity is really important and it will help move you and motivate you i suppose to move forward yes absolutely right well that brings us on to our next question which is what happens when people go out of their comfort zone and test these new approaches um, I suppose the main thing, the only way I wrote is, is you learn. You know, every, every one of my core values is is um, is every day is a school day. I can't remember what I learned yesterday. But I'm bound to have learned something new. <laughs> it just yeah. is. We we learn from that, right? Mm. Um, and and failure is if if you fail, it's not bad because it's part of the learning experience. Mm. And so if you gradually come out of your comfort zone, so as I said already, I, around the comfort zone that I. Um, can help my clients to define we have a stretch zone where you're just slightly moving out similar products similar services similar clients right that's a stretch it's not too different Mm. to where you've just come from um uh, yeah just 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 stretch first yes and learn yeah and in that uh, stretching and learning process it, it may be sort of uh uncomfortable or some people say you know it might be stressful to mm. to move into that comfort yep. into that uh into that space but uh, it's in that space that we actually develop and grow absolutely yeah you know you're, you're right on the money there adrian absolutely we we do um you know, that's the thing. Again, going back to consultants and advisors, you know, we, we stretch, we stretch ourselves, we go out of the comfort zone, we, we develop, you know, partic- new methods, new ways of doing things, new approaches to client, to both client problems and client opportunities. And that's, when I see that in, in somebody, that's a very good sign that they're going to have a, a, a a business of some longevity it's going mm. to last mm. it's going to last I'm very proud recently to be asked to speak at um uh, at a, a client's 10th birthday you know and it's rare you know very it's, it's a some some <laughs> they don't make 10 um, <laughs> and these guys have made 10 they've become preeminent in the in in the area that they serve and it was it was quite a, it was a lovely experience to be able to yeah. um you know 
to do a, to a toast in their honour. Yes. And, well. and a lot of that has come around adding. They've constantly learnt from the work that they do and they've added new methods you know, they've built their experience. They've got an awful lot of insight um, and they bring a lot to their client's table. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And it it is hard work, but but it yes. realize you you realize uh, some dreams and aspirations, I suppose. Yep. Yep. Definitely. You've been explaining the importance of focus, clarity of what we're doing, yep. and how by doing this, fo- being focused and being clear about what you do, you go into a learning space and yep. and develop where you're where yep. you. I have been. Yep. Uh, so, from this, what what are some of the best ways to approach achieving these goals? Because we, it's all very well and good to have uh, these things in place, but we've got to make some achievements from it. Well, I'm just going to steal the Nike ad, the Nike slogan: "Just do it." <laughs> <laughs> I sat down with Sean yesterday for the third time over the last few months and he's just we've, we've set out what to do and he's just not doing it and it's it's all there ready to go it's not a matter of funding there's really no there's really nothing stopping him from getting on with it to to achieve the goal of getting a it happens to be a product uh, a product to market and he's just not doing it which is why i've got just do it just get on and do it right kick yourself kick yourself out of bed and get on with it this is uh, actually quite a common thing that happens where people are almost uh, deer in the headlights they yeah. they they know what they've got to do but yeah. they actually have a there's a a, a, a hurdle to move forward and, and sometimes people just can't get forward and no. i see this this happening quite a lot yeah when, when people i mean a lot of us work for ourselves and we've got nobody there to kick us right you might have a life partner to kick us but you know, <laughs> we, we may not be there 24 7 um and so th- th- that's where the um the, for some people, the importance of having a mentor or a coach comes into play because you've got somebody there to be accountable to, right? I mean, mentors, um, difference between coaches and mentors being, but quick clarification, the mentor brings subject matter expertise into the room and the coach brings, uh, brings a big stick into the room to, <laughs> to encourage you. But, yeah, sometimes it needs that. I mean, in the Sean, who I've mentioned, I am his mentor and I'm still not breaking through. But I have to admit, I've... I, I don't see, once somebody does have a mentor on board or a coach on board, I don't often see them um, slacking at achieving their goals. Mm. No. It does, it does help to have a mentor to uh, discuss the issues. Yeah, somebody to talk to. For, because yeah. these are, in essence, roadblocks or, or things that are stopping us from moving forward. So yep. we have to discuss how to get around yep. them. Yeah, but I'm um, saying, so Sean, he, 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 yeah, I, I've not had a client like Sean for, for I can't remember. He's just, <laughs> he's just not doing it, yeah. right? And so, yeah. good luck, good luck. I have to, I can, only, I can only say good luck to him. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's where the the headspace and mindset becomes really uh, uh, important. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He he may need now more of a coach. You know, to 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 help him achieve his, per, you know, 
uh, you know, to get the best out of him as a person, mm. to get what he needs to do. My capability is 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 bringing the subject matter expertise in the room to do something, you know, to you know, to start up businesses, to rev, you know, change position in the market, to mm. fix the decline, you know, to stop the bank repossessing the house, mm. um, you know, to improve profit, improve revenue, whatever it might be. Sean probably now needs those soft skill, um, well, so soft skills. Yeah. So actually, the importance of soft skills is uh, is vital. Yeah. Yeah. And it and yeah. it it, yeah. it is in the mindset uh, area, really. Yeah. No, you're quite right. So look, thank you, John, for being in the studio with us. Uh, your points about about focusing on what you do uh being clear about what you want to achieve yep. uh, is really vital for yes. for moving forward and and the nice part about it is is that we do learn in the process absolutely yep yeah. yep absolutely so thank you so much for being in the studio and uh, we'll be back next week thank you for the opportunity <laughs>